The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, New York. We have an awesome limited-time promo for new DraftKings users. Deposit and place a $5 wager on any sport to get $150 instantly added to your account in bonus bets, win or lose. All you have to do is use our code GIANTINSIDER at sign up to redeem. Using our code GIANTINSIDER is a great way to support the podcast. So if you don't yet have a DraftKings account, do us a solid and sign up with the code GIANTINSIDER, G-I-A-N-T-I-N-S-I-D-E-R, and place that first bet. New customers only, 21 years or older, and physically present in New York. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. Valid one offer per customer. Minimum $5 deposit and $5 wager required. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets and expire seven days after being awarded. See full terms at DraftKings.com. Hey, Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. Well, folks, first round finally happened. We're going to discuss uh, a lot of it and, and some of the surprises that happened, some guys that dropped, uh, a lot of the picks, a lot of good, a lot of bad. Um, and, of course, we will talk about, first, the Giants trading up one spot to grab a position of need and someone they obviously liked a lot in cornerback Deontay Banks. Now, there were some other guys that were there. They could have gone a number of directions. Uh, there was a run on wide receivers. I'm sure those who wanted wide receivers were disappointed. But uh, overall, um, Chris, I, you put out a tweet earlier, how can people be mad about this? I'm in your camp. Um, the Giants traded up one spot to make sure they got their guy. And there were yeah. some other guys that we can debate that were still there that they maybe we thought they could have taken. But, hey, if you like a, if you like a player, you, know, you do what a Corsi did in 2002 with Shockey. You trade up one and get him. Make sure no one else yeah. you know, doesn't take him. And make sure no one up trades – no, no, make sure no one behind you trades up to get them. So um, overall, I look, you never grade a you never grade around when it first happens. But hey, if that's the guy you want, you go get him, dude. And I was I'm happy it's a position position of need and someone they're high on. Yeah, they were ecstatic to get him. Yeah, you know they were taking no chances. They they didn't want anybody to jump them. Yep, <clears throat> they were taking no chances with Jacksonville that somebody was going to jump in and make a trade with them and and swoop up Banks. Yeah, and so this was the guy they had it. They, rate, they had rated very high on their board uh, in this position, cornerback. And the guy they really felt great about. And they went out and made sure they got him. And what did they give up? A number five and one of their sevens. Yeah, right. To move up one. You right. know, so, I mean, so now they have whatever, seven picks left, whatever it is. And um, they didn't want, they didn't plan on <clears throat> using all 10 at the beginning of the draft. Right. They unloaded two, right? Um, so this was not a surprise. I don't even think Shane is done. I can see him making another move uh, in the next, maybe tonight, tomorrow, whatever it might be. He's shown to be aggressive. I think everybody likes that, right? Instead of just sitting back. You know, as far as Deontay Banks, uh, this was Wink, from my understanding, this was really Wink Martindale's guy. Really you, could tell, you could tell by the reaction, yeah. Really yeah. loved him. Yeah. Really loved him. Really mm-hmm. felt that he will fit into his system 
Uh, Giants met with him a few times. Banks came away impressed with him. Uh, and Deontay even said it with us last night. He said, I knew if I was there at 25, which turned out to be 24, but, you know, I knew I was going to the Giants. And um, so, which I kind of like, you know, I, I kind of like, you know, John Harbaugh is like that a lot too. Like he'll tell a player, hey, if you're there at 22, like he did with Zay Flowers, yep. he, if you're there at 22, we're grabbing you. Yeah. A lot of other GMs and coaches like, oh, yeah, if you're there at 18, you know, you're our guy. And then it goes right by them, you know. Yeah. So, the other banks basically said the Giants told them, you know, if you're there, if you're there at 25, <laughs> uh, chances are we're going to grab you, and they yeah. they made sure they did by moving up one. So uh, look, he's a he's a kid that played big against big time schools, which I love. Um, real fast, pretty physical, plays man press. Uh, you know, drops back in that zone pretty good when he has to. Um. So there's a lot to like about him. Um, look, I was surprised at two things. One, uh, Joey Porter Jr. was still on the board. Yeah. So. And I, I thought they were going to go Joey Porter Jr. I said, oh, the Giants got to grab him. He, he's here. Uh, I just, you know, I, this is just my opinion. No, the fact um, that they traded up one, I thought that was the pick, Chris, because they didn't right. want to wait. Yep. Um, but they like Banks better. And yeah. That's it. That's the, that's the way it is, you know. Uh, yeah. We'll get into some of the surprises in the first round. Obviously, Porter Jr. is one of them. That so many people had it rated high, and he's not even—he's still out there, you know. Um, so, hey, a lot to like about Banks. They needed a corner. Uh, Adore is probably on his last year this year, and you know it's a position of need and position that was graded very high for mm-hmm. them, as far as him and and this is where we're at. Yeah, and and look, we had Dave Syverson on, and I re-listened to that podcast last night, and. He had Banks in one of his top five, um, as a lot of folks did. And he had, he had said, look, the, the, the Giants were the Dory Jackson. You agreed to this too, Chris. You, you, know, you were on board with it, that don't be surprised if it's a corner. And because of how deep that position was, uh, there could be a run on them, and, and a guy like Banks could be there. So, um, yeah, it wasn't that surprising that they made that pick. I, I was, again, happy with it. It's a position of need and value. And I think, you know, this guy, Chris, he, he has a, a – a, a, you know, a high upside, right? Like it's, he's got a little, I think they probably look at him as a higher ceiling than Porter. But again, dude, I'm with you. I thought it was going to be Porter, especially since they traded up one. I thought that was the guy. It's not, like you said, it's Banks and that's fine. Uh, but they must love the, you know, the athleticism, obviously the, the press corner aspect, but also that he has a, maybe a higher ceiling than, in, in their eyes than yeah, Porter. Sure. Yeah. So and that's what this is all about. You know, yeah. they haven't rated higher. Yeah. God bless him. That's we'll find out in three years if that's if that was the right pick, or they're yeah. both very good. You know, whatever yeah. whatever it turns out. Now, you know, look, a kid like Joe, Joey Porter Jr. I think shocked everybody that the kid went through the first round, didn't get drafted. I'm sure he's not going to last more than two minutes tonight when the Steelers are first up. I mean, I'll, Jerry, if the Steelers don't draft him yeah. first pick in this second round tonight, then I something's know. going on with the kid. Something's yeah. going. I'm telling you, something's going on with the guy. Where something's scaring these teams. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. um, but. Uh, the, the Giants, look, they were, you saw the reaction. They felt they got their guy. Um, you know, Christian Gonzalez went before him. And it was it was a weird draft. All of a sudden, corners started flying off. Four receivers started drawing. You know, I had this draft as one definite uh, receiver going and three possibles, and all four went. All four, yeah. I mean, wow. you know, uh, and, and look, once again, it's year 2023. And we could be having this conversation in 2033. And we'll right. be having the same conversation. Stop thinking everybody knows what they're talking about with the draft. 
Stop thinking everybody knows what they're talking about as far as who GMs like, don't like. Mm-hmm. You saw the biggest bullshit smokescreen by the Houston Texans in the last week and a half. Yeah. They were acting like C.J. Stroud was Lucifer, okay? <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, man, I can't believe people are falling for this. Yeah. So-called credible people have been around this business forever saying, oh, he's dropping out of the top 10. He might be lower first round. He might be a bust. Here's a kid. I can't, you know, I read some of this stuff from credible people that have been covering this sport a while. And he actually put things like possible bust here. The kid hasn't played a down. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't even been to an OTA, CJ Stroud. And you got people out there who portray themselves as these knowledgeable football guys saying possible bust here. I mean, I just look at it like, what the F is going on? Yeah. Do you think some of that's because of Ohio State, Chris, that people say that stuff, that they just go by the school and lazy? Because I, I, I do think, I understand why people say it, but I also think it's a little bit of a lazy take sometimes. Like, oh, Ohio State quarterbacks don't work. Yeah. Okay, but. And, and, and I'm one very wary of them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But this is why you have to watch the games. Watch, just don't say, oh, let me go on Twitter today, or I'll have somebody else do my work, and say, oh, you, oh, look what this guy's saying, he might be a boss, oh yeah, let me put that on Twitter, yeah, I don't know if I really like this guy, he's a boss, no, do your homework, man, Yeah, yeah. CJ Stroud's a pocket guy, the kid's accurate, he played awesome last year against big teams, uh, the only thing I, that held me up about the kid was that he's from Ohio State, Ohio State quarterbacks have right. been, you know, have been yeah. a little, ah, you know, coming out. Is what it is, yeah. But the puts... I mean, if I put something on Twitter like, oh, I think he's a boss this kid. I mean, come on, Chris. I'd be like, Chris, I'd be like, let me hit my head against a cement wall right now because I'm losing my mind. Okay? Yeah. So I, I'm sitting there, Jerry, and I'm reading this for the last week, two weeks about the Houston Texans. They're going to trade out. They're not going to take Stroud. They think he's no good. He might drop. I'm going to say to myself, there's no way the Texans are not taking C.J. Stroud. No yeah. way. Yeah. Okay? And we all know how that went. And then they make the other trade, yeah, which was a shocker. Okay, yeah, they go yes. up into the dirt hole and they get their edge guy. Uh, so the Houston Texans were not playing around last night. A fascinating first round. We all thought it was going to be a crazy night. We were sitting in the media room before the draft, it was like this is going to be a wacky night. Uh, uh, texting with some guys on my phone. Yeah, who knows what's going to happen with this draft? This is going to be one of those weird drafts. You don't know trading. You know, you had you had the so-called experts saying, I don't expect much activity in the first round. There was trades up in the first five picks. I mean, yeah. come on. You know, right. but the point being is that you please yeah. stop everybody, stop thinking, you know, you know, you know what's gonna happen, what these GMs are thinking. Nobody knows how these drafts are gonna go. Did anybody have really Michael Mayer making it out of the first round, not be drafted? No. Joey Porter Jr. How about the kid from Florida? Can't believe Chris. I can't believe that one. Stunned. Stunned, Stunned by that. Yeah, Stunned. Uh, Chris, I'm at the point where I'm like, if he's there and he's close to you, that's for me. That's such an easy pick. And I know the Giants said they like their guards, but that's a vast improvement, dude. We'll talk about who we still like and who we we might go after. But that that name just jumps off the page at you if you're so, a Giants fan. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, I was sitting there and you see these guys dropping and out of Giants, and you you know, around 23, whatever it was after the Vikes took Addison. And I had the Vikes taking a corner there. I thought the Vikes were going to go defense for sure, especially where the Giants kind of lit them up. I was like, there's no way to not take a defense. But they right. decided to replace Thielen with Addison. And we were all talking like, well, what do you think? What do you? I'm like, well, I'm going to stick to my corner. 
Yeah. But this kid, Torrance, is still out there. I mean, this is a dominant offensive lineman. So, yeah. hey, that could be that guy, you know? Right. Um, but obviously, we know they went with the corner. Um, so, here's a kid that's going to be in the second round, too. So, a few surprises, no question about it. Running backs, it's funny, man. You know, you look at it, and everybody likes to say it's a devalued position. And to me, Jerry, I don't like to say the position is devalued. I say the position is devalued in the second contract. Yeah, free agency. Absolutely. Yes. The second okay. contract. That's where yeah. it's devalued a bit. Yeah. A lot. Right. We have to pay. And we've yes. seen that with Saquon, and we've seen that with this year's free agency. Yeah. But as far as taking a real good running back mm-hmm. as a rookie, rookie contract, the kid that could help you out for four or five years mm-hmm. before he starts getting worn down and maybe he doesn't get that second, whatever it might be, it hasn't been devalued that much. Right. right. And you look at it last night, you know, Atlanta going with Robinson. And I had a guy, you know, sitting next to me in the media room last night. And he was telling me all night, Atlanta's going to go with a running back, Robinson. I'm like, dude, stop. No way. Are you kidding me? I'm telling you, Chris, I'm hearing it. Okay. And he was right. Yeah. And then you got the surprise was Gibbs went up to the, the Lions at yes. um, 12. 12, yeah. So we had two running backs of the so-called devalued position, okay, Mm-hmm. Go in the top 12. Two before any receivers went. Yep. Right? And yeah. you look at it and you say, well, once again, it's not really a devalued position. It's just in the second contract. Right. You're not you're not going to pay a lot of money for that a running back that's, after four years. You're that's get where the cheaper. league has shifted. Okay? Right. Where you, right. you're probably not going to shell out that big money in the second contract. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but as far as... Taking a talent like Gibbs, um, taking a talent like Robinson, that you could that teams feel like, hey, you know, this kid's a missing piece. We get this guy here, boom, boom. You know, uh, um, well, you saw it last night. Yeah. The Detroit Lions are a team that feel they will win that division next year, a very good chance, and they feel they could make a run in January. So they went out and got their explosive receiving running back, rushing a good rushing back, and a good receiver, I should say. And then he went out later on, you know, their other pick. And they're building a quite... Jack Campbell. Oh. I mean, that guy screams Dan Campbell. And they're <laughs> Not because of his last name either. I mean... They're, they're building... Yeah. A, and they got three number two picks tonight. So I can see him being aggressive tonight and moving up. Now, yeah. I got a question. So let's stay on Detroit just because it's interesting. They have Jared Goff. Could you see them perhaps taking Will Levis? Let's see what they go. I mean, and I'm, look, only asking, I'm only asking I can because see it, that. it was yes. surprising that he dropped out of the first round, right? Jerry, that was one of the surprises, too. And then you had the so-called experts thinking Hendon Hooker was going to be drafted in the top 15. I know. You know, right. Will Lev- You know, Will Levis, his big, you know, his cocky, arrogant attitude is working against him, too. Totally. Okay? Yeah. He's, he's also thrown out. He was also thrown out there last week. He thinks Carolina's going to take him a one. The kid didn't yeah, even he was, the, uh, the, the Vegas odds went from 5,000 right. to one to 400 to one because of so, that. So, yep. you know, I mean, you feel bad for the guy. He's sitting in the green room. He doesn't even get drafted, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I'm sure he'll go tonight in the second round. Um, now Richardson, the yeah. quarterback, he was the wild card. Like, what's going to happen with him? Is he going to go high or is he going to drop? You know, or is he not going to go in the first round or he's going to go high? And well, we got the answer last night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shane Stetson. That, that was the that was the one I was I was positive so people were going to be impressed with him, and he went four overall. Yeah, I even had him as the highest two. Right. So, so. Shane Stetson. 
you know, the new Indy coach who didn't tamper with Indianapolis to get the head coaching job like uh, Jonathan Gannon did, yeah. um, he takes Richardson. So, yep. uh, uh, you know, it's going to be uh, that 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 was one of the big ones. You know, that was a, now a couple of the spots. A little surprised. Uh, a little surprised with the Jets and Will McDonald. At Very the surprised. Yeah. I was a little surprised with Tyree Wilson of Vegas. I got Let, let's, let's stay on the Jets, Chris. Did, did Belichick do that move on purpose, you think? To screw them? Trade back? <laughs> I'm seriously asking, man. Oh I, oh, I think there's no question he knew the Jets were going tackle. First thing I thought of, I'm like, Pittsburgh. Belichick did this, man. He doesn't, yep. he just screw them. You got Aaron Rodgers, you can't protect him now. Right. Yep. It, it was two things we were saying last time when that happened. A, look at Belichick. He's still sticking into the Jets. Yeah. And B, you think Belichick's really going to take a number one pick this year? Like usually he trades out, you know, yeah. and he wound up taking it. You know, that's that's how much that's how impressive Christian Gonzalez is. But but look, dude, Pittsburgh came calling. Belichick yeah. said, "You know what? The Jets are not getting their tackle for Aaron Rodgers. Screw this." Yeah. Swapped up. Pittsburgh takes the tackle, and they're probably going to get their guy Porter tonight. So it's going to work out for them. And and Belichick may have gotten the best value at seventeen in the entire draft. I agree. So far, Christian Gonzalez. I mean, uh, come on. That, I agree. He was at the top of most people's boards for corner, top one or two. Right. Um, I mean, to get him at 17, that is, that's incredible. Which goes to show you, Jerry, every year you don't know how the draft is going to play out. You just don't. And, and to that point, the next one that I thought got high value at 20, Najigba. Like, oh my God, like 20. We were, yeah. I was saying 11, 12, 13. He's going to be the first off the board. Well, he was the first off the board, but it didn't happen until 20. Yeah. To me, that was that was a shocker that he was still there. And that's when I thought, man, maybe the Giants move up now. I mean, they did move up, but I thought, oh, let's see what happens here. And then, of course, Seattle took him at 20. That's that's excellent value, man. Yep. Yep. So, uh, and then Zay Flowers, who the Giants really liked, obviously, you know, I, I was looking for that. Yeah. But Baltimore was intent on taking yeah. Zay Flowers, dude. They won't trade out. Yeah. They won't trade out. They wanted Zay Flowers for... Their new, you know, $50 million quarterback on Lamar Jackson and put him opposite Odell and Rashad Bateman. So they they, they, they were taking flowers. Uh, Quentin Johnson, a guy I love. I had him in JSN 1-2. Uh, he goes to Herbert, you know, at, at 20. Uh, but that's the way the draft is every year. Yeah. Um, this is why I got to be honest with you, dude. I, I sit back and laugh my, you know, what off. When I put a tweet out in February and March, hey, this kid, this, the uh, Chris, he won't be there at 20. Stop. Yeah. Chris, he won't be there at 25. You're dreaming. This and that. You know, like, dude, nobody knows how the draft's going to play out. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you got that answer again. You know, I, I this kid, Cancy, uh, Cancy, uh, nice. that Tampa Bay took at 19. I look at him, and I see a, an unbelievable defensive lineman. And then, you know, he's from Pitt. So he's going to have a little bit of those comparisons to Aaron Donald, of course, mm-hmm. only because he's short and he's from Pitt, right? Yeah, right <laughs> of right. course, he's not Aaron Donald, but I looked at him and, I had, you know, people telling me, you're dreaming, he's a second-round talent. Okay, he went 19. You know, so it, it, you just don't know. I mean, the Vikings, Jerry, at 23, I thought I would have bet my house on it they were going court. As a matter of fact, Jerry, as a matter of fact, you know, I'm sitting there with, with you know, yet last night, and the Vikes come up, and I said, well, they're going to go Banks. I thought they were going to go Deontay Banks for sure. So I said, well, the Giants are going to go Joey Porter Jr. I don't think Jacks, you know, they're going to be careful with Jacksonville. So I said, and then they took the receiver. And I was like, whoa. I, yeah. I, 
Like, dude, did you guys not look at your defense last year? Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, I was just like shocked at that. And then Jacksonville had no problem. They, you know, Joe <clears throat> Joe Shane told us in the uh, presser last night that he called. He's been calling Trent Balke from uh, Jacksonville. Called him this morning. Their GM. I said, look, look, I'm interested. In, you know, let's keep it open. I might want to make a move. And they were, and they were like, yeah, no problem. You know, Joe, we'll see how it plays out. It played out. And they made the move. Yeah. Um, all right, guys, we're going to take a break. It's been 20 minutes already. We're going to take a break and be right back to, to, to talk more about this draft. Hang on one second, guys. And we're back, folks. You're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with Chris, Nobody Gets the Biz, Bizignano, and Jerry Foley. Um, we have to talk about another surprise, unfortunately, or a guy that dropped that was kind of a worst-case scenario, Chris, for us and for anybody in the NFC East. How, outside he, of how he does it again? I mean, you know, Jalen Carter falling to nine. That was one thing. And then Nolan Smith falling to 30. You know, look, that was great, but just a guy like Jalen Carter – who is drawing comparisons to Warren Sapp, um, falling to nine because of, look, there were some major off-field issues. I mean, there's, there were, right? You, you can't deny that. But, you know, they lose Hargrave, and they get him. And then they get that another pass rusher that's compared to Hassan Reddick at 30. It's like, I keep saying this, Chris. Like, I don't know why anyone answers the phone, but they do. And... Yeah, you know, they moved up to get him one, and it's like, not only did you have 10, you moved up to nine, then they had to do a trade because of, of, of Gannon with the Cardinals where they got another second, and it's like chess versus checkers, man. Like, as happy as I was about Banks, I'm watching the Eagles replenish right away. And, and, and look, at 30, they could have gone a number of guys I would have been pissed off at, Chris. They could have got Torrance. <laughs> they could have got Mayer. I'd be like, oh, my God. But they got Smith. But, I mean, the Jalen Carter pick is just... You, and there was even a clip of... Micah Parsons on a podcast where he almost got up and left when it happened. Like he was, he's like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Philly has him now. Yep. So they just, they just seem to replenish man. And Howie Roseman, Amazing. it sucks, but you got to give him credit, dude. It's yeah, my God. So, I, I mean, he just can't help himself. He has to make a trade every draft, right? <sighs> he yeah. did it. Um, a lot of teams, I could tell you this, Jerry, a lot of teams will kind of, we're going to shy away from Carter, man. Um, yeah. Well, serious. Because, yeah. because there's some of the stuff that's, you know what happened, um, but the Eagles go out and you know Chicago's like, okay, we'll take an offensive tackle anyway. So the Eagles move up, get a get, you know, they get, they get some more capital, little bears, and the Eagles get their guy. I thought the Eagles first off, Jerry, I didn't think Jalen Carter was going to be there at nine or ten. Um, I still thought somebody was going to take him high. I thought Seattle was going to take him. To be honest with you, um, they wound up going corner with us, but then when he's there, and, I, and then. I didn't have. I didn't think he was going to be there for the Eagles, Jerry. I, I had him going with the edge kit that they wound up getting anyway. <laughs> Did you really? I had him going Nolan Smith at nine ten. Yeah, the, ed, the edge kit from Georgia. I thought they would take him at ten. Wow. Right. Yeah. Thinking that. Yeah. Thinking that um, you know he wasn't you know that Jalen Carter wasn't going to be there. Yeah. So not only did they get Jalen Carter, we'll see how he turns out, right? Then he still wound up getting the guy who I had them picking at ten at thirty. Yeah, incredible. And Carter's going to team up with last year's number one, Jordan Davis, and and, and Nicobe Dean's going to be behind. They have Georgia. They have Georgia on their on their front line. Georgia on my mind. Georgia on my front line. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah. And they, you know, look, man, they. It sucks, but whatever. Um, but he falls. That's that was a huge surprise. Um, you know, we talked about the the the, the Patriots getting Gonzalez, 
And then it's just that run on receivers was just you could see that coming, right? As soon as as soon as uh, Njigba went, then then they all kind of fell in line. But the ones that fell out, um, you know, let's I guess let's talk about that too. Unless you want to, we can go back to who was taken. But some of the some of the draft picks that actually fell out of the first round, there are some quality guys that sure. easily could have been first round picks. That <laughs> look, I don't know what the Giants are going to do, but if I'm Joe Shane, Torrance is, is jumps out at me. But I'll tell you what, Chris, if Joey Porter doesn't have anything else going on to make him drop, would you be upset with the way the NFC East is lined up with all those wide receivers we face that, you know, maybe you don't trade up for him, but if he fell to them at whatever their pick is, I, I forgot the exact number. 50, 57. Right. Would you, would you, you know, like, would you be that pissed off if you took Joey Porter and added another corner? No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of talent that fell out of the first round. That's all I'm yeah. saying. That's my yeah. point. So. Jerry, you could never have enough cornerbacks in this league, right? Right. Um, but I have to be honest with you, dude. If for some reason Joey Porter was there at 57, something's going on. Yeah, right. And I would, I would shy away from him. Yeah. Now, personally, I don't think he makes it out of the first pick tonight. I think he steals without a doubt. They're probably going to riot in Pittsburgh if they don't take Joey Porter's <laughs> kid. Because Joey Porter was a big fan favorite right, right, in Pittsburgh, right, right. you know? Yeah, um, yeah. But... You know, Jerry, you got to look at it like this. And I put it out before. I think they're going to go wide receiver and offensive line tonight because, you know, you look at these, you look at the teams you play in the division. Now, the Cowboys go out and they yeah. sign a big time defensive tackle, big run stuffing kid, Mousy Smith. Yep. Big, powerful dude. Somebody they needed in the interior. Yep. The Cowboys needed that. We'll mm-hmm. see how it turns out. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, dude, you look at the Giants' interior offensive line and you got to play. Dallas twice, they just beefed up. And, of course, the Eagles, now they got the young. And as Fletcher Cox re-signed with them. Is he back another year, Cox? Yeah, he's back, yeah. Okay, yep. so I, I wasn't quite For some reason, I drew, uh, I drew a blank in that. Uh, so, so you still got guys like Cox, and you got guys like Jordan Davis in his second year. And now, yeah. obviously, this young this young man they drafted last night. And the Eagles continue, the, you know, in up front. These Giants are going to have to handle these guys, man. They gotta and go. And they, the commanders they, don't. The commanders don't have a, a, a t- bunch of tomatoes in their front seven no, either. No, I think Deron Payne and Jonathan right. Allen are pretty good, right? Jeez. So, dude, you know these games are won and lost in the trenches, man. Yeah. Um, they gotta get an offensive lineman, Jerry. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. coming to the rescue now. It's it's April. This isn't before free agency and all that stuff. You know. Um. Yeah. So they better go out tonight. Let's see if Joe's aggressive and tries to move up in his second round yeah. to get an offensive lineman he wants. Because I don't know about you, bro, but I don't feel real comfortable right now at left guard, center, and I'll give you Glowinski a little bit. I, I don't even say right guard. It can right? be improved. Yeah. I mean, I'm, he's not a panic guy, Glowinski, but, right. but you look at the interior offensive line against Washington's interior. The Cowboys interior now, added, you know, they bulked up a little bit. And, of course, we all know about the Eagles. Right. And it's a concern. Yeah. It's a concern. Yeah. So there's a lot of plays left to be drafted. Don't get me wrong. But, dude, they have to go out because I don't care what Shane says, you know, about, oh, we have confidence in guys like Brennison and stuff like that. Dude, there is nobody on this planet that's going to have confidence in Brennison and even whoever comes out of left guard until they prove themselves right now. And, Sorry. And- and to me, if the, unless they absolutely love one of the centers left, and if they're still there, um, I'd say if all three centers that I'm think that we're thinking of, right, Schmitz, uh, Whitman, and um, and Tipman, right, those are the three. Those are probably the top three. 
if they're still there at when the Giants pick, for me, it, it, I, I'd rather go somewhere else because one of those will probably be there just because the nature of picking centers will probably be there in the third round, right? I wouldn't be, I'm just telling you, I wouldn't be upset if they took Torrance in one of those three centers tonight and didn't kick a wide receiver. I'm fine with it. But I'm I fine agree with that with, too. I, I'm I actually agree, fine with that too. Yep. Yeah, I agree with you, dude. Like, I, okay, you're, you're confident in Azudu, you're confident in Glowinski, but Azudu is a huge question mark. Uh, it, it, look, they're going to do what they're going to do, but if Torrance is there, he just jumps off the page at me, man. You have to improve yeah. the interior of the line. And there's, like we said, maybe they said someone can play center, but there's a no true center on this roster right now. No. Uh, I, I tell you, dude, you look at what's going on in the NFC East, and like you said, even if they don't go wide receiver, you know what? Darren Waller opens up a lot of things, man. Yep. This kid's, you know, this guy's a big-time weapon, man, yeah. when healthy. Yeah, you know, and he's healthy. He's a big time weapon. And but you know what? You could draft all the Justin Jeffersons you want tonight, right? Yeah. And of course, I'm just tongue in cheek. But if they can't block up front, it, it's not going to mean crap, right? I mean, because right now, I mean, I, I got to be honest with you, dude. Go offensive line, both picks if if, if the value is there. Agreed. Both picks if yep. the value is there. Yeah. Right. If they went offensive line with both picks tonight, I'd be like, "Good job, Joe. We're trying to beef up this line. You know, we're gonna, add, you know, we're gonna bring in more competition. Draft picks. They're gonna, they'll, they'll, you know, they'll be leaning for them starting the second and third round picks, and they'll let them get beat up by a, a Zito or whatever, McCathen, whatever it might be, right? Right. But it's still, you know, this offensive line is still right now, right now. Until you know, if they come out in August and Zito looks phenomenal and yeah. you know, and all that stuff, okay. But right now, it's a concern, man, and. That second and third pick tonight, uh, at least one of them better be an offensive lineman, dude. I agree. And, and, and like I said, Torrance just is so much, such a higher value if he's there that you just just jump on him. Don't don't overthink it. And I like these non-sexy picks, Chris. I like taking a corner. I like taking a guard, center. Like, you know, especially since, you, you know, cornerbacks usually have to pay them a lot of money in their second contract, right? You're going to have to have a, a, an established corner because, like you said, Dory Jackson probably won't be around again, right, after next year or this year. Um, but in, the game's won in the trenches, man. And based on what everyone else did in the division, um, they just, that's the smart pick, but look, I'm not going to, again, not going to be disappointed with other picks, but these, these positions just kind of seem like it's lining up for us to where we can have value and need in the same picks. And especially at center where if those guys are still there, um, or at least two of them grab one of them. So, um, Anyone else? Um, I know, look, we're, we're going to get to rounds, you know, obviously rounds two and three tonight and then the rest of it tomorrow. Um, but is there anyone else that, uh, at the receiver position maybe, Chris, that yeah. you like um, in the second or third round? Yeah. If they don't go the way they sh- the way we're tell- telling them they should guard and center tonight, is yeah. there a receiver you like? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a couple of them. You know, I, I, yeah. I like Rasheed Rice. Yeah. A lot uh, as mm-hmm. a third round, even late second. With Giants, a late second, right? So I, I like him, yeah. and, and I like Josh Downs and and Tank Dell. You know, and Tank Dell. I know, I know Dell's small and all that. Even Downs, you know, Rice is the bigger one out of three. But yeah. I like those three guys uh, in the second, third round value. I do. You know, yeah. um, uh, was she right? You know, and even the kid Mingo too, man. I mean, we'll see where he goes. You know, yeah. a lot of people like him too. I like the kid Rice. I really do, man. Um, he's a little bit bigger too, and I, you know, I, and I really like. Jo- I look I, for a second round, third round pick. I like the kid from Carolina, Josh Downs too, man. So, 
We'll see what they do. I mean, you know, I think they're going to wide receive an offensive line tonight, dude. But like like we just discussed, I wouldn't mind if it was both of them offensive line. I really yeah, wouldn't. Me too. Me too. The yeah. other name you keep hearing is Mims as well. That's another name. Mims, kind yeah. of kicking around. Yeah. Um, but look, like you said, they're not going to be too upset. Even if they look, I, I mean, I, I, my, we keep talking about this. Like, what's what's going to aggravate you? Not too much. If they took, say, they took Trenton Simpson in the second round. If he was there, it's like I'm going to be pissed off at that pick. Mm-hmm. I want a guard and center, but there are, you know, guys that may be very high on their board. Uh, Branch is another one, right? That that could drop to their pick and say, you know, we couldn't resist taking him. Kind of like when a Corsi, or I'm sorry, when uh, Gettleman took McKinney. Like, uh, you know what? I, I couldn't resist this pick. So there are other guys that if they go in other spots, if the if the value is high enough, I understand why they did it. But like yep. I said, uh, guard and center probably the smart picks based on, especially based on who's still there. So it'd be a shock if they don't draft an offensive lineman in this tonight, bro. One of these yeah, picks, they have they have to take. Have to take one of them. Um, there's a couple of good edge guys too. Uh, obviously, Ojalari's brother still out there, uh, but you know that's. I think that's more of a luxury at this point. You, you really need to to beef up the interior. Um, um, the, the presser last night, like, I mean, obviously Wink Martindale. You see him practically picking up Joe Shane uh, when 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 Shane made the pick because he wanted that press corner. Uh, what was your what was your overall reaction from Dave and Shane? Just typical, like we got the guy we wanted type feel. I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah. But he, you know, he just said that it was getting kind of anxious there when his receivers started flying off the board. Yeah. Um, which uh, I'm curious whether or not they like if Richardson was there, if they would have went with the receiver. Richardson. Um, what? R- Richardson. You said. Like, I'm sorry, Quentin Johnson. Oh once yeah, yeah, yeah. Once again, I did it. Uh, Quint, uh, Quentin Johnson. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if Quentin Johnson dropped yeah. to them, yeah. and if Banks was still there, you yeah. know, so I'd be. The way Joe answered it about the receiver goes, oh yeah, it was you know it was getting pre- it was getting dicey there, you know, and all that. But the receiver's flying. Um. If they were set on going corner, yeah. to me it would be like, well, why is it getting dicey? That's helping you. Right. You know. That's a good point. Receivers nice are flying off the board, and you want to yeah. go Banks, yeah. or maybe like say argument's sake, they also had Joey Porter Jr. right behind Banks, right? Yeah. And somebody took Banks, and they would have went with Porter Jr. I'm just for argument's sake. Um, the way Shane answered that question it seemed like they were going to go receiver, and then they were worried about the two receivers they might have valued gone, and then maybe that third team Banks gone, the other guy they had valued, and that that's the impression I got. So, because to me, if it was like, well, we're going to go with Banks or Porter Jr. coming up at 20, like, why you, why is it getting dicey if the receivers are flying off the board? That's helping you. Yeah, right. That's a good point. Yeah, that's the of, impression I got. I could no, be wrong. No, it's good. It's kind of tipping his hand. Look at you, the poker player. Mikey, little Mikey McDermott there. No, you're right. That's a good point. Like, why why is it getting dicey if you were going to take corners anyway? This is helping you. That's, that's a good point. So, you just wonder if they had, you know, even all of those receivers kind of higher than they, than they had Banks. You don't know, right? They're never going to admit that. But it's just interesting to see their board. Maybe they had even Addison higher. If he was there, would they have taken him? I don't know. Right. I, I just think the way Shane answered that, and I saw the expression in his face, it seemed like to me, like, you know, they were probably going to go receive if one of those guys was there. That's. But I could be wrong with that. But I'm just, no. like like I just said, Jerry, yeah. if you were going to go corner, either Banks or Porter Jr., whoever was, whoever was there, you know, um, to me it was like um, – this is the impression I def, like I just said, like that would help you. The receivers flying off the board, you know. And to me, it seemed like the the two receivers or one of them, whatever, got drafted, right? 
And then they were worried about Jacksonville or somebody jumping them to take the one last guy they had rated that position. That was Banks. So they made the move. That's, that's the impression I got from Shane. And to your point, if the Giants traded up one to get Banks, they must have had him a lot higher than Joey Porter, right? Because they're both there. This isn't like a Neil Aquanu. This isn't like a Neil Aquanu thing where it's like, right. well, we took Thibodeau. We have one of the two tackles. Whoever's there, we're going to take the other. This right. is a, no, we had Banks a lot right. higher. Because they would have got one of the two, right? Like, right? like last year, like you said, right? Yeah. So obviously they had Banks, uh, Deontay Banks rated real much better than Joey Porter Jr. Like you said, if it was even, they'd be like, well, we're getting one of them. You know? Right. <laughs> so right. there's no question they had Banks rated high. And look, a lot of people... A lot of people love Deontay Banks. I, I look. I had him as the fifth best corner. I liked him a lot too, man. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, you see Brian Balding on Twitter saying the Giants got a steal. They lo- love him, and we'll see how it plays out, man. You know, because the kid's a talented corner, man. Who got Who got your boy? The the other corner that you loved. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm looking. I'm trying to find it now. Someone. I don't remember who got. Oh, uh, the commanders got Forbes. That was the guy you liked, mm-hmm. Manuel Forbes. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. And there was that mini run on corners as well, right? Uh, but I, I was. It's just surprising that Forbes was taken before Gonzalez. Yep. This is when the scouting comes in, dude. Yeah. 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 I had I had Gonzalez ahead of Forbes, but I really like Forbes a lot, yeah. man. And, yeah. And, and like I've been putting on Twitter, and we talked about it on a podcast. This was a kid that stock was rising. Going yeah. through the roof the last week or so, you know, yeah. last yeah. two weeks to this draft, and that's exactly what happened, you know. Uh, I would love to see, uh, you know, sometimes you could find out, but, uh, you know, way after the draft, I would love to see how the Giants had these cornerbacks yeah. rated, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, rated. I, I really would. So, but that's all a moot point now. That's all gone, you know. So, yep. Doesn't matter now. Um, hey, look, the last time I took a guy named Banks in the first round, it worked out. Worked out. <laughs> so, so, there's that. Yep, he turned out to be pretty good. So, yeah, Giants are hoping that's the same result in a different position. So, so Deontay Banks has a long career ahead of him with the New York Football Giants as a player, then mm-hmm. as an analyst. So there and, it is. As an analyst, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was a uh, you know interesting first round. Uh, some surprises, um, lots of trades. Uh, overall, you know, look, we'll see how it plays out. But you got to be happy that they took a position of need and, and someone they liked. Um, all right. Um, also in the news in, in, in the NFL, we didn't we didn't have to drop a podcast since, but I real quick, I just want to touch on this, Chris. I know it's not the Giants, but I was surprised at what the Jets gave up to get Aaron Rodgers with that 65% kicker thing. I was stunned by that. I thought that they basically switch firsts and then they give up a first next year if Aaron Rodgers plays 65%. And if he doesn't play 65%, then it's a complete failure. It's very likely they're going to play 65%. I thought the Jets had the Packers over a barrel with this because the alternative is the Packers have to pay him and he's a distraction. But I guess they just couldn't wait. I just wanted to bring it up to you and talk mm-hmm. to you about it. We hadn't spoken. I don't know if you had any thoughts on it. If you tell me I don't care, that's fine. But I was, oh, no, I was surprised no. by that, dude. Yeah. Um, well, they didn't You know, they didn't have the Packers by the you-know-what as they thought they did. Yeah. The Packers won the stare-down contest because the Jets were panicking. The yeah. draft was coming up. And the Packers held out, held out, and got another number one. Now the Jets look. They also the Jets also kept their number one this year. Yeah. They kept their number two. So you know you have you got to give up something. I think the Jets thought they weren't going to give up as much. 
that they thought the Packers were going to unload him because they knew they were going with Jordan Love. But the Packers stared him down a little bit, and they knew the Jets were absolutely desperate themselves, you know? Yeah. And they had to make a move before the draft, and and, and they did. So uh, the Packers, I don't, you know, they, to get that number one is a hell of a job because, you know, uh, Rodgers is going to play 65%, and it sure sounds like he's going to play a couple of years. So he seems rejuvenated by this move, Rodgers. I could just tell the way he was Today. walking around and speaking to the media. <laughs> You yeah. know, he's been like a miserable you-know-what the last few years. Every time he's in OTAs, you know, he seems really rejuvenated by this ball. I'm sure he's got a chip on his shoulder, so he'll be here a couple of years, I'm sure, with the Jets. Uh, and the Packers, uh, look, you know, it was a good job by them. Man, they they kind of won the stare-down contest. You know, they, they were staring each other down for for weeks, for 40 days, and the Packers got the edge, you know. Um, what, what's fascinating and ironic to me is because of that switch from 13 to 15, and because of the Belichick trade, yeah, the Jets likely didn't get the tackle they wanted. Yeah, that's to me that's like that's fascinating. And yep. God forbid Rodgers gets hurt because of a sack. It's like, <laughs> oh my God! I'm not trying to come up with a doomsday scenario, but like, Jerry. if I'm a Giants fan, if I'm a Jets fan, that's what's going in my head right now. Like, look at all these things that happened, and we didn't get protection for him. We got another pass rusher. So, Jerry, it's funny you say that. So. After the, after what happened last night, the trade and Pittsburgh moves up and grabs Jones, right? I said to the guy next to me, I said, "Oh, you know the Jets look now. Mackay Becton will be a right tackle it's opening game. He'll get blown. He'll get blown up in the first series. Rogers gets smashed <laughs> out for the year." I said, "That'll that'll be the Jets luck right there." You know, I'll I'll give you I'll give you a layup, Chris. We hadn't talked about it in a while. It's like getting. The number one pick in hockey versus number two and ending up with Jack Hughes instead of Capo Caco. So there you go, buddy. I'll give you that. There's a layup for you. You're devils. Well, I don't know but I don't know about that, but uh, yeah, well anyway. Sorry. It's, I figured I'd it's, you know bring it's just, that up. It's it just it's just gonna be unbelievable if yeah. if that offensive line hurts the Jets and Rogers gets yeah. beat up a little bit because of the you know, the swapping and of course yep. and if <laughs> And Belichick trading up, trading with the Steelers, and the Steelers jumping on that tackle, which was basically the last, you know, the real yeah. top four guy, you know. So, um, and, and by the we'll way, see. for the for the real quick, real quick, for the fans complaining that the Giants traded up one, they obviously love Banks. Like, what's a better scenario, right? What if remember what happened last year? What if the Eagles trade up with Jacksonville and they're like, oh, we love Deontay Banks, and they get him, and then what? Then it's like, all right, well, what's what's Plan B? I mean, there's still players that we could have taken, but after what happened last year, right? Or I'm sorry, two years ago. Sorry about that. Two years ago, like, why would that aggravate you, especially if it's only one one move up? Because you're stopping a team from doing it, and God forbid the Eagles did it, and they got the they got even something they wanted more than Nolan Smith. So that's all. So, yeah. But. Look, here's the thing, man. They, you know, the Giants have a GM that is more than willing to be aggressive. Yeah. And if they see something they want, they're going to go out and try to get it. And you have to be yeah. happy that. Ha- happy yeah. uh, if you're a Giants fan. You have to be happy for that, man. You yeah. know? Because, yeah. you know, we saw what happened two years ago, like you just said. The Giants were already, you know, getting their Devontae Smith jerseys ready, getting ready for the presser. We got them, you know? And then the Eagles swooped in there. Yeah. They knew the Giants were going with Devontae Smith because there was 4,000 leaks out of Gettleman's office. Everybody knew they were going to go Devontae Smith, right? Yeah. And the Eagles swooped them up. You yeah. know, 
so Joe Joe Shane was not is not going to sit back, man. You know, he yeah. Joe Shane, you know, he played the Eagles last night. He's like, you know what? I'm not taking any chances. They were kind of getting yeah. a feeling somebody was going to jump them at 24 and take Banks, right? And he was like, you know what? I'm going to play Howie Roseman. Watch this. Boom. I'm going to beat everybody to the punch. Get Trent ba- Balky on the phone. We're going to make this happen, and we're going to get our corner that we want. You know, so that, you know, giving up a fifth, they have another number five, right? They're giving up a fifth, giving yeah. up a seventh. For what? Oh, to wow. get a corner that they really want, a position of need. You know, you've got to be crazy if anybody's upset with that. Why would anybody be upset because you gave up one in the fifth? How many guys? Dude, after the third round, it's like, okay, everybody else is basically like, okay, we're going to see if this works out. (laughs) Right? I mean, come on. So, and not, not, not to mention after Adoree Jackson, if this is the guy you want after Adoree Jackson, I mean, we have guys off the street that we're looking at playing corner. It seems every week, mm-hmm. right? Again, tell, don't tell me Aaron Robinson; he, he can't play, right? He's, ne- he's never yeah, on he's the hurt. field. Yeah, and even if he is playing, he's a huge question mark. And okay, they made some nice pickups in the off season, but maybe you know this is a yeah. this is a, hopefully a blue chipper. So, and it's uh, and Jerry, you know, this is a number one pick, so he's playing unless he plays himself out of it, right? But it's right. nice to have depth. It's not, you know, we'll see what the Leonard Johnson from Duke brings in. Right. You know, we'll see if Aaron Robinson could come back somewhat healthy to get more competition. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can never yeah. have enough corners, dude. I mean, you know, are, you, are, are you feeling really confident with Donnie Holmes in a slot this year? Oh, my God. No. No. I'm surprised he's still on the team, to be honest with you. So, so anyway. You know, Donnie gives you some good ball, and then he's going to give you not good ball. You know, I think yeah. we see the Twitter feed when Donnie has one of his 15 holding calls a game, right? Right. It blows up. It yeah. blows up. You yeah. know? Um, so, you know, the more competition, the better. In this league, you need corners, man. You need corners. All right. Um, any bold predictions for tonight, Chris? No, I'm just going to go offensive line um, and wide receiver. I think that's a smart – I think it's the most likely scenario. Jerry, I'm just going to give you one little wild card maybe. That wild mm-hmm. card. Edge guy. Isaiah Folksy from Notre Dame. Okay. Nice. All right. All right. Um, yep. I don't think they go. I think the Giants would have a question of going running back in this draft. I don't think it'll be tonight. No, but me neither. Watch, from, watch tomorrow, fourth round on, they're going to draft the running back. I'm pretty confident right. in that. And it's going to look like there's going to be some pretty good backs that'll be around, you know? Yeah, I, I predict all the centers will be there when the Giants are picking. I don't think they're going to take one. I think they're going to actually wait till the third round. And the second round is going to be a, a – it depends. It's going to be t- depending so you think, be there. So you think Schmitz and Tippmann are going to be there at 57? I do. Wow. I think so. you got to jump yeah, on just one, bro. More because of the position. But I, I, I don't know if they'll take one. I don't know. Because bro, they might – You better yeah. jump on Schmitz, man, if he's there at 57, man. But what if, what if Torrance is there somehow too? I'm just uh, saying. Well, if, Jerry, if Torrance no is way, there, right? you got to – I mean, I don't think there's any chance of him yeah. being a 57. But then again, I didn't think he'll yeah. be coming out of the first round, so you never know. Right. Look, if the Giants were picking early in the second round, I'd be like, yeah, they got a chance. I just don't see it happening. But if he's there, yeah, dude, yeah. you put him a left guard, there you go. Yep. Right? Yeah. There you go. I'm in. Let's but do I, this. I, I think if, you know, like a Tittman or a Schmitz are there at 57, mm. I think you got to go with one of them, man. You know? Right. Yeah. Hey, hey, look, Jerry, in my opinion, dude, mm. you know, if Luke Wepler is there at 57. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was my mock to them. Okay. Second. Yeah. 
You, yeah. you run to the podium. I'm sorry. I, and, and please stop. Oh, he's a third grade. T- I, I, you know, uh, please. You know, right. I, yeah. I, I remember when people thought, laughed their ass off me when I said Forbes is a first round talent. This kid Forbes is going to go. He might even go to the Giant. And he's sucking skinny. He's like third he's 165. Guy. So yeah. Yeah. we'll see. Uh, you know, one of those are probably going to be around at 57, dude. How about Avila? Is he a third round, second round? What if he's there? Another guard slash center. A lot of people like, you know? Yeah. Yep. It'll be interesting who's who's there. We'll see how it plays out tonight. We just don't know. You just don't know how it's going to play can't, out. Can't wait. Enjoy it, Giant fans. Um, we got a guy who knows what he's doing now. and We're, build, we're building the roster the right way. I love it. Got to love it. Um, anything else, pal? No, no, no. That's it, man. Enjoy the rest of the All draft. Right. Cool, and then we'll we'll probably come back to everybody Sunday, right? Another yeah, podcast. Yeah, we'll do the draft right. wrap up Sunday. Just talk about all the picks, and uh, so I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven picks left. Yeah, that's for right. the Giants, seven picks left. Yep. Yeah, and I don't. And I, maybe, I gotta be honest less. with you. I gotta be honest with you, Jerry. I don't expect a ton of undrafted free agents to be signed after this. Like mm. previous years, there's been a lot. Mm. Um, how I remember is because I always do the article on <laughs> on each of these. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's going to be a lot this year. You know, right? Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, that'll start filtering in Saturday night. You know, they're, they're on the phones with these guys Saturday. You know, we're interested. If you don't get drafted, we're interested in signing you. Know, so they have an idea. A lot of guys who they want, who they're going to sign, and all that stuff. So yep. if they don't get drafted, yeah. Uh, good stuff, dude. All right, we'll got, we'll come back to you guys Sunday sometime, and uh, we'll we'll wrap up the rest of the draft rounds two through seven. Um, all right, guys, thanks for joining us. To order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com and go to Magster for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. All right, guys, Sundays are giant days. Enjoy the rest of this. Take care, everybody. Enjoy.